Welcome to this week's podcast from Bethesda Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name and forget not all of his benefits. What a great Savior we're serving. Someone say amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Voices of Praise, for a powerful, powerful uh, lead into our sermon today. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. I am preaching today on the subject, what frequency are you on? What frequency are you on? And, and uh, I have enjoyed preparing for this message because I have learned some things not only about what goes on in our natural world, but I believe it's how we communicate with our master and with our savior, amen. Our scripture text today is from the book of Ephesians chapter two. If you'd turn with me there, Ephesians chapter two, verse two. And I'm going to be, uh, uh, I believe we've got the wrong one up there. No, no, you do. I have the wrong one. Excuse me. (laughs) There. How about give our sound people and our graphics people, they're they're on top of it. (laughs) Wherein in the time past you've walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air according to the prince of the power of the air i want you to understand that if we could see what was going on right now uh, and i I don't want to spook anyone i just want to tell you if we could see uh, everyone that was in here is not just us i just want to tell you in a worship service like this, there are devils that will come to try to keep you from getting your blessing. Amen. I'm probably standing next to a devil and you might say, well, boy, you're really a spooky, spooky preacher, aren't you? I, I'm a real preacher. I'm a preacher that will tell you that the devil doesn't want me to tell you the good news that you can get hooked up on the right frequency and life can be good for you from here on. Amen. Amen. But there are those, and, and the further I get into the message, I think you will find that uh, there are frequencies that we tune into and then there's uh, frequencies that we miss. And so I'm asking what frequency are you on? Heavenly Father, meet with us now, we pray. Give us guidance and direction and help us to get into the right frequency. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. God bless you, you may be seated. There are numbers of different types of frequencies. Today I have brought a radio out here and and I'm going to give you an example of radio frequencies in just a moment. But uh, frequencies are used to communicate. If you are, um, if you're on the right frequency, communication can happen. Now, most everyone at some time has played with a walkie-talkie. And 
If you have a walkie-talkie that has various frequencies, you can talk all you want. And if the person on the other walkie-talkie isn't on the same frequency, they'll never hear you. And, and so it's important for us to be on the right frequency. Is that right? Amen. All right. And, and then uh, the frequency can be slightly off and, and you'll never hear or understand the message. I wonder how many times that I was on the wrong frequency. I wonder how many times you were on the wrong frequency. Think about it. You were tuned in maybe to the devil's frequency. You might have been tuned in to your own frequency. You, you might have even been tuned in to the world's frequency. And if that's the case, you're going to find out that if you're not on God's frequency, sometimes you're going to be told the wrong thing and get the wrong message. Amen? Amen. Now, I'm going to turn this on. And uh, I do need you to come hold this up for me, if you don't mind. I thought I could do it. Uh, now, let me get to... All right. Now, let me see the volume. All right. Now, that radio is on, but that radio is not picking up anything. And I, I'm going to try to tune it in. And I'm going to try to get it to 89.7. Do any of y'all ever listen to that? Now, it is tuned in to 89.7, but there's something missing. Bad radio. <laughs> there you go. All right, put that down if you don't mind. I wanted you to understand that that radio could be turned on and I could listen to static all day. Some of us, why we have nerve problems is because that's all we're listening to all day. We listen to static. Come on. The static of the world, where the world's telling you junk and you just hear junk. You don't tune in to good things. and and. And this right here is the important part of this radio. It's called the antenna. Now, let me tell you how a radio signal works. Uh, electricity flows into the transmitter antenna and it makes electrons vibrate up and down it, producing radio waves. The radio waves travel through the air at the speed of light, then the waves arrive at the receiver antenna. That's what this would be, the receiver antenna. And they make the electrons vibrate inside of it. So I want you to get a picture now. Somewhere, w, uh, WMHK had an antenna. And the antenna had a, a radio signal that was generated. It went up their antenna and was just shaken. It sent out radio waves all the way to Sumter, South Carolina, and it was 
reached into this antenna. When those radio waves got to this antenna, I couldn't see it and I couldn't feel it, but the electrons began to vibrate down into it. And inside of this box, there's something that translates those, uh, those electric currents and makes those sounds come out. Now that is beyond my thinking. Whoever figured that out, my, my hat's off to them. I do know Mr. Hertz was part of it. You hear of kilohertz and megahertz. Well, Mr. Hertz was who that was. That's a true story there. I didn't know it till I was preparing this message. But I want you to remember that the antenna is an important part of the radio. I believe that God wants us to pick up what he is saying to the church. The Bible says, let he that hath an ear hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Now, uh, when, when we are in a Pentecostal worship service, I, I saw people doing this. Uh, it was like when that song that they just sung got to going and people started feeling it, for whatever reason, they stood up. People started standing up. I was one of them. I, I saw earlier in the service that there, there was a song being sung and Howie wasn't playing the drums at that time, but both hands went up in the air. And I would like to submit to you that I believe that our arms and our hands act as antenna. Amen. Amen. Now, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's just something about it. When you get to feeling the presence of the Lord, all of a sudden you just feel like you have to do it. Now, I, I just want to break the ice for some folks for just a moment. Help me out now. There are those who come to this type of worship service and they feel something. They feel the vibration of the Spirit. They feel the move of the Holy Spirit but they have been trained not to respond to it. Yep, they've been trained because uh, somebody told them that you weren't supposed to do that in church. It might have been a preacher, it might have been a teacher, it might have even been your mom or dad that didn't know what the Bible really said about lifting up holy hands to the Lord and all that. And so as a result, they got trained not to raise their antenna. But I have found that there are those that after they are in a worship service for a little while, after they enjoy the move of the Holy Spirit a little bit, you'll see them venture out in antenna worship. You know what I'm talking about? It normally starts out something like this. Yeah. And that works. Yeah. And then, and then, it, after a while, they go, you know, that felt pretty good. I know I was told I wasn't supposed to do it, but whoo, that felt pretty good. And so they'll venture out a little bit more like this. And, and then, then you, you get some like Nancy Pugh that does this, you know. She, she's trying to catch every radio wave from heaven that she can. Amen. Look here. I don't care. When you come to the house of God, it's about us communicating with him. It's about us praising him, him uh, touching us and us 
glorifying his name. So don't be afraid to lift up holy hands to the Lord and give him the praise and the honor and the glory that's due to him. Amen. 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 Then uh, this, this microphone is transmitting. And we have it set to a receiver back there. And this, the number can just be slightly off and this microphone will not work. It is important for us to be on the right frequency. Now, sound waves travel and are um, out in space and in time. And, and I heard a preacher preaching about this not long ago. Every sound that is ever made is still traveling. Someone this week told me, that if they could invent some way to retrieve sounds, that we could even pull up, just say, uh, Lincoln's Gettysburg Address. We could pull that out of cyberspace somewhere because sound waves never end. They just keep going. So uh, I, I want to submit to you that when you submit something negative into the world, it, it, it's going. It's going out there. If you and I could see what's really going on with radio waves and, and all that that's going on here, we probably couldn't see each other if we were able to actually see radio waves. It would block our vision. And I just wonder how many times that we're getting bombarded by negative things. People have spoken negatives over us. People have spoken negative things and, and we just get bombarded with negative uh, frequencies. I, I wonder how many positives are we putting out there? Amen. If it's going to travel in, in cyberspace, I hope that you and I are hitting people left and right with the glorious gospel and praise of Jesus. Amen. You can look on the dark side or you can look and be happy. And Jesus wants us to be happy. Now, negatives are out there trying to bring negativity on us. So stop speaking them. Now, everyone, I want us to do this collectively. So there's going to be a big burst of sound waves. I want everyone to stand up with me. I want you to get ready to help me out. And, and I hope that there's a devil right in the target of our, our, of our praise, all right? Uh, I, here, here's what we're going to do. On the count of three, I'm going to ask everyone to just say, glory to God, okay? So that is going to travel from here on. When we say it as a, a group, it's going to travel. Are you ready? Are you ready? Here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Glory to God. There's some devils having nervous breakdowns right now, right now. <laughs> now, now I want you to declare something else. I am more than a conqueror. Would you do that with me on the count of three? One, two, three. I am more than a conqueror. You may be seated. God bless you. Now that's out there. That's going to be out there every time now that the devil comes and tells you you can't, you're not able. I want you to remember that there are sound waves going out that we said we are more than a conqueror. And the Bible says where two or three agree as touching any one thing, I agree that you're more than a conqueror. I agree that we are conquerors to Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, frequencies go beyond that. Uh, some years ago, I got to go whale watching and I was told by the guide that 
whales all over the world sing the same song. They sing the same tune. And they still, they truly do not know the, the, um, how it happens. Now, I want you to grab this. In North America, a North America whale will have its tune. You can go to the other side of the world and the whales there will be singing the same tune. And they changed their song. The, the, the uh, tour guide told us that they change it every year. I read this week that they change it every two years. But either way, can you just imagine with all the whales in the oceans that they are all singing the same song? Now, that's true. Now, I, I, uh, I want you to hear a little bit of this whale song. Would you listen to it? Listen carefully. You ain't nothing but a oh, Roger, wrong one. <laughs> wrong one, Roger. <laughs> Can I tell you when we were setting it up today? There we go, there we go. Okay, that's enough. Now, what I was surprised by is that they actually have CDs of that and for people to go to sleep by. I would not want to go to sleep by that. <laughs> but uh, I, I do want to tell you that it is for real, that they pick up the frequency somehow and learn the song. I just wanted to have a little fun with you. Is it okay to have fun in church? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, now there are plenty of examples of people who were, who were tuned in to the right frequency. Noah, he heard from God and he built an ark. Okay, out of all the people on the earth, Noah is the one who heard the right frequency. And thank God he did because God was getting ready to destroy the entire earth. And thank God Noah was one who listened to God. Joshua... He got the right frequency and God told him, said, you tell the people to march around the walls seven times and then on the seventh day, seven times and then I will give you a great victory. And because he listened and he was tuned in to the right frequency, he got a great victory for the Lord and for the people of God. David, he was on the right frequency because God told him to go pick up five smooth stones and then he went to battle against Goliath and God gave him a great victory. It boils down to the fact, not that they just heard, but they were on the right frequency. Now, there's a lot of people who blame God for things that God had nothing to do with. Amen? Uh, if God's in it, there's going to be a blessing on the other end of it. Uh, thank God 
that Moses was on the right frequency. Thank God that Peter was on the right frequency when Jesus said, cast your net on the other side and you'll take a big uh, drought of fish. And, and, and so thank God for the lame man that listened when Jesus said, take up your bed and walk. And he received his healing. And thank God for the woman who was caught into adultery or in adultery. And she listened at the right frequency when Jesus said, go and sin no more. And she was delivered from her sin that day. I just want to tell you, some of you were listening to the frequency of the devil and somehow in, in a church service or at home or wherever it was, the Holy Spirit sent out a signal to your heart and you listened to him and you repented of your sins and God God radically changed you. Some of you were drug addicts. Some of you were alcoholics. Some of you were womanizers. Some of you were just good people that did not have Jesus in your life. But praise be to God, you listened to the frequency of the Lord. Amen. Listen, it goes beyond that because in this world, we are living in uh, there are lots of things that are causing interference. Now, uh, a man in the Bible by the name of Achan, in Joshua chapter 7, I'm going to tell this story very quickly. In, in Joshua chapter 7, the people of God went out, and it should have been a slam dunk, easy to whip. They were going out to fight, and they got whipped. And they came back and it was like, what in the world happened here? We were more than capable of beating them, but they whipped us. And so what happened is there was sin in the camp. There was interference in the camp. God will never bless your life over sin. Someone say amen to that. You might say, well, I'm getting by pretty good. Just imagine where you would be if you wasn't just getting by. I, I just want to tell you, I don't want to just get by. I want all the blessings God has for me. It's important to get on the right frequency. Well, Achan, uh, they were told not to take anything away from the camp. They went uh, and, and he took some gold and some silver, dug a hole, put it in it, uh, under his tent. And, and there, uh, after, after he did that, the people of God lost the battle. And, and so God began to uh, move through the camp and he exposed Achan. I just must tell you that sin will always get exposed some way, somehow. You might think, well, I'm, I, I'm smarter than the average bear and I can get away with it. You'll never get away with sin. You can't dig a hole deep enough to bury it. It will crop up some way, somehow. So Achan was found to be the man. So they, they asked him, why would you do this? And he said, when I saw the gold and when I thought, saw the silver and the costly array, I, I just wanted it and I brought it back to my tent. Now here's the sad part of this story. They pulled him out and he's the one who did it. But listen, not only him, but his wife, his children, all of his possessions, they brought the, the family out and stoned them to death. Then they set him on fire and everything that he owned, they 
got rid of the memory of Achan. Now you might say, wow, wow, what kind of story is that? I wish that someone today would go to your tent and dig up the junk that should not have been and it's causing you interference where you're not really getting the blessing that God really wants you to have bring it to the altar, lay it there, let the fire of God consume your past and your filth and let God then begin to speak his words of help and love into your life. Get in the and get on the right frequency. Can someone say praise the Lord? Now, uh, why, uh, I want y'all to bring up the cross if you will. I wanna say this and why do we tremble and shake and jump and shout in a Pentecostal service? Why is that? I mean, there needs to be some logical reason for that. Now, I just want to share this while they're bringing the cross up here. Pentecostals, we get a bad rap. We're called holy rollers. Someone's just leave it right there. Right there is good. You ever, any of y'all, well, we, we don't have that tag too much because there's hardly anybody shouting or rolling anymore. Oh, help me. I shouldn't have said that one. Amen. That's what we used to be called, holy rollers. And, and, and look here. Don't, don't ever be ashamed of what you are. I've told this story a number of times, but years ago I was pastoring at my first church and the guys in the break room where I worked was making fun of me. He said, oh, you're a holy roller. You're one of those. And I said, yep, sure am. What kind of church do you go to? And he told me, and uh, I'm not gonna call the name of the church because I don't wanna attack any of my friends that are of that, but I will tell you, I. I didn't know from church history that they used to be called barkers. And I said, oh, you're a barker. I'm a holy roller, you're a barker. Now I had everybody in the break room's attention. They said, he said, what's a barker? I said, well, your religion, they used to run and shout and jump like we do. But what they would do is go they would even run outside the church and run around a tree and make sounds like they were barking. He said, I've never read that. I said, well, I have. It's in church history. And if I called the name of the church, your mouth would drop open because you'd go, I know a lot of those folks and there ain't any of them barking. I just want to tell you, I don't ever want to lose the tag that you and I are moved by the Holy Spirit. I don't want to out-educate myself. I don't want to out-prim and proper myself. I want to get where God can touch me, move me, whether it's raising the hand, jumping, running, shouting, giving God the glory. I want to get hooked into the right frequency where if he wants to move through me like he does an antenna, I want him to move through me. Someone say amen. amen. Now, here's the deal. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. 
Have you ever wondered why? Why is it I come to Bethesda and they'll be singing and I feel, some people call it goosebumps, I like to call it Holy Ghost chills. I don't know why I feel that. I don't know what's going on right there. Uh, uh, but Jesus was on the cross. And I'd like to submit to you that this was the transmitter. Would you agree with me that this could be the transmitter? Up on a hill, Jesus is attached to the tree. And there, the Bible says, Jesus cried, it is finished. When he did that, this transmitter, the Bible says the earth began to shake. Read it for yourself. <laughs> Glory to God. I can just imagine the earth said, whoa, I'm feeling something I didn't feel before. Ah, I, I don't know exactly what, but the earth began to quake. The earth began to shake. Now, I want to throw in a little side note to you right here. Scientists, uh, they are pretty confident, and I'm not saying this is absolute, but they are pretty confident that Jesus was crucified on April the 3rd in the year 33. Because they have traced back earthquakes. And they have marked the earthquake to about the time where they feel confident that Jesus was crucified then. Now, whether that's the case or not, I don't care. I, I'm just saying, I know he hung on the cross. I know he said it is finished. And since that time, since that time, there has been uh, uh, transmissions coming from him. Transmissions of grace, transmissions of love, transgression, uh, transmissions uh, of mercy. When you were a sinner, when I was a sinner, there was signals going out from the cross. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And there's transmissions when you're burdened down and beaten. There's transmissions going from the cross that is saying, I will give you peace. I will give you rest. I will turn your circumstance around, but you must get connected to the transmitter. Oh, help me. I'm about through. Would you stand with me? Where? I, oh, help me, Lord. Our mortal bodies begin to feel the transmission. At the cross, at the cross, they're singing that song. People started standing up all over this building. People started raising their hands. I started feeling the transmission that came from Calvary. Tears started welling up in my eyes. What made that happen? It was words. That's what those are. But no, there was a transmission from the throne room of God that came from Calvary. Listen to me. I'm here today to tell you that when that happens, sometimes we shake. Sometimes we quake. Sometimes we cry. Sometimes Sometimes we just bow our heads. Sometimes tears just well up. No matter how it is, it's a result of us getting hooked in, us getting the transmission. And the transmission comes to us 
and our lives are changed. When you receive his frequency, you will walk right paths. When you get tuned in, blessings start coming. When you get tuned in, divine favor happens. When you get tuned in, your tongue changes. Instead of you speaking negatives and cursings and foul language, you start speaking blessings and, and honoring. Oh, Lord, help us to get tuned in to the cross again. Let us get tuned in to the right frequency again. We hear words of encouragement from the throne room of God. I can hear the master and he guides us. He directs us. If I'm tuned in, I want to ask you this. When is the last time that you've really had a clear signal? When's the last time you had something real clear that you knew beyond a shadow of a doubt it was from God? It wasn't your words. It was from God. We hear his words of encouragement. You may be discouraged, don't know which way to turn, and you'll hear, yea, though I walk, through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. You'll hear words of encouragement. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. And where are you? Who and what are you tuned into? One of the saddest things, and I'm saying this in closing, I want everyone to listen to me. Why sinners don't have the peace that we have, they just haven't tuned in. If you're a sinner here today, if I could get on my hands and knees and crawl to you and beg to you, Please just change the channel a little bit. Just adjust it. Some of us are connected to the money channel. And all of our life is about money. You'll find out that that will create static. Some of us are about relationships. It's all about having that, that man or that woman God wants us to have relationships. But earthly relationships will not last. Some are about career. You're tuned into career. Whatever I can do. But the Bible says, seek you first. The kingdom of heaven. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. While every head is bowed, I feel this very much. I, I want my 
altar team to come. Come very quickly. While they are coming, I want every head to be bowed except those moving to the altar. I'm asking you right now, if you would say, preacher, my life is a mess. I've been tuned in to junk. I've listened to the wrong station. I've listened to the wrong influence. And I'm asking God today to forgive me. And I want to get tuned in. I want to get tuned in to Jesus. I want him to give me life and that more abundantly. If you're not a Christian, you came in here, you know if you died, you would go to hell. You know that. But you want to change directions today. Would you just raise your hand up toward heaven? Would you do that? I'm not going to embarrass you, but would you, would you right now just raise your hand, preacher? I need God. I need him. I'm desperate. I need him to be my savior. I need him to forgive me. I need him to save me. Jesus. Are there those here today that would say, Pastor, I'm, I've been trying to live right, but I will admit that I have, I have gotten tuned in to, to things that are not uplifting and edifying. I've got tuned in to sinful things, and I need to get retuned so I hear what Jesus has for me. I just want to get a tune-up here today. Would you just raise your hand up toward heaven? Come on, don't be ashamed right now. Thank you, Father, for the hands that are going up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This altar is open if anyone would like to come, but I'm going to ask everyone, everyone to examine yourself right now. I'm going to ask you if you would, would you just lift up your hand toward heaven? If you don't mind, just lift up your hand. Father, in Jesus' name, I want to hear. I want to hear clearly your voice. I want to hear clearly your purpose and direction that you have for my life. Father, I, I want to make sure that I walk according to your will. Help me not to listen to the world. Help me not to listen to the devil. Help me not even listen to my own understanding, but help me to listen to you. In Jesus' name. Listen to this chorus that says, At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw And the burdens. It was there by faith. It was there by faith. I received my sight. And now. And now I am happy all the Okay, in closing, here's what I want everyone to do. I want, I want everyone with your eyes closed. But I want you in the best way you know how to communicate with your Savior. I want you to say, dear Lord, I recommit myself to you. 
And I'm asking that you would help me get tuned in to a perfect frequency with you. Would you do that right now? Dear Lord, dear Lord, I recommit my life to you. And I'm asking that you would help me to get tuned in to a perfect frequency with you. Let me hear your voice clearly. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now everyone sing this chorus in closing. Sing it. At the cross. At the cross. Burdens of my heart. It was there by faith. I just feel like that we've gotten retuned. And to God be the glory. To God be the glory. I want us to be caring and loving. There'll be some people that you'll encounter this week that they're on the wrong frequency and we might want to tell them off because of how they are talking to us, but just realize they hadn't got tuned in. Our job is to help them get tuned in to the right frequency. Amen, amen, amen. I'm asking that you be very, very prayerful and fasting this week for our Easter program. I'm asking you to be here on Sunday morning. Don't stay out, be here and look forward to God doing great things. We have our a full Easter week coming up. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that you were inspired to live a life of purpose for Jesus Christ. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. God bless.